Welcome to the Pour Up Podcast. Pour Up Podcast. Pour Up Podcast. This is the Pour Up Podcast. Pour Up Podcast. This is the Pour Up Podcast. Pour Up Podcast. I am JM. I'm Steve Cash. And I'm Mike Lee. Like, listen, follow the vision. <laughs> Welcome to the Pour Up Podcast, episode 17. I am Se- Mike. 17. Oh, I thought you got a question. <laughs> nope. Uh, I am Mike Lee in the building with Steve Cash and John, or uh, JM. Hey, how you doing, man? Steve Cash, money bags in the building. Hi. <laughs> Tim at JM show. What's up? What's going on, man? How y'all been feeling? How your week been going? Uh, everything's been good on my end. Just uh, chilling, working, relaxing, all the all of the above. Man, I bet Jim. How, how actually? Before I say, what I was I, no. Listen, Mike's week's the most important one. I was letting him get off on, on how his week was going. Yeah, it was good. You just been chilling, chilling, Mike? I was just chilling. Nothing special. You ain't do getting into nothing crazy. Not yet. My birthday coming up. It is coming Ooh. up. Ooh. I forgot. That's next week, though. Or that's I didn't this week. forget because I'm a good friend. Are you, you popping out the cake? Or are you jumping out the cake? <laughs> no, who, I ain't jumping out the cake. Who would you like to jump out the cake? We ain't got to get into it, but Claude might be a candidate. Yeah, let's see if we can. Kelly uh, Rowland. Kelly Rowland? Yeah, what's up? Mm, why Kelly? Because I love her. Yeah. What, what, if we, what if we just substituted that for someone that we could find named Kelly? Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm cool. What, why, why we can't get a replica? Yeah. Oh, she's a replica. I'll be good with that. He said someone, and that's I too mean, not quite, ended. not quite replica. That's, meaning look like, <laughs> yeah, name, not like looks be, like it. Like it, like the name rep will be replica. Yeah. Like so, that's, that's too open. It's like, like it, it's like a, like price. buying American goods. Like what we're saying is, would you be okay with something from like you know made in Taiwan? Yeah, would as you? opposed, like, but it's still this. It's still a go kart. It's just a go kart made in Taiwan. I'll never give y'all a free pass to find some rando to jump out of no cake for me. That you I saying you ain't ever bought a bootleg? I have a like bootleg album. So, so what's wrong with it? So, so is a bootleg person? Because a bootleg album is a rep- is literally the same voice just sold out of market. Not a this is still a this sick, is the same, same experience female. just sourced it's, from out of market. All you said was for <laughs> Kelly Rowland to jump out of a cake. That's all you yeah. said. We can get a replica right. to jump out of a cake. Hello, my name is Kelly Rowland. Yeah. <laughs> jumping out of your cake. Why she sound like Borat? Yeah, no. That's what, why does it matter? How does Kelly sound? How does she sound? How does how does Kelly Rowland sound? Yeah. Like she sounds, she's a famous person, you know. No, I don't. No, Mike. Give me a voice. JM gave us this voice. This is like you're sending bloodhounds out to hunt. Give us, give us the scent, Mike. We need something. We need something. You won't even. I'll play an audio clip right here for y'all. She's, she's a. Well, that doesn't help me now in helping your ass. We don't got many days left to to search. Yeah, two days. So let's just put it off for next year. It's not two days. (laughs) Why not? When's your birthday? Mike, you're getting pretty old. I don't know if your birthday's July third, Mike. So start guaranteeing these years. Oh, I see how you looked at it. My bad. I'm a good friend. I knew when your birthday was. <laughs> July third. So you got any birthday plans? No, nah, just to hang with my friends and clown. You gonna call Kelly? Are you mad at the forefathers no, for married. stealing the thunder of your birthday? <laughs> no, they had it first. <laughs> so then, are you mad at your father for for or your mother timing it off yeah, like that? Your mother not trying to get this done earlier. No, not mad at all, man. I have a good baby. birthday every year because everybody's off for my birthday. Or, or the night after, so as an adult, we go out and drink, and y'all got no excuse not to be there. So I see y'all when y'all. Do you ever kind of wish she didn't carry the term? Is it okay I, if I, I did, submit I my remember. excuse for not being there now? Carry me the term? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I ever wish? Do you ever wish? Just because, look at you when you birthday. Yeah, do you day. wish you were a preemie every once in a while? Like, no, Dang. man, I'm good. I like to, I like okay. July 3rd is a good day. No, it's, it's not. You're not here. What do you mean? I mean, like, you, you don't get to celebrate. It's overshadowed. Yeah. It's never overshadowed. Do yes, you just is. tell people? Well, it's kind of like me with Cinco de Mayo. I just say that everyone's yeah, out here for my birthday. Exactly. And they're like, no, it's Mexican. I'm like, shut, the, shut up. And it's Are you Mexican? And it's Are you Mexican? Exactly. No. 
I only came. I only come out for Jalen's birthday, Mike. Yeah. I can't come out for yours. I'm busy on the fourth. All right, my birthday. Number. So, like, what you could just do is yell at people. And be like, "Are you Native American? No, this ain't your home. Celebrate my birthday. <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> Let your fireworks off of my. So I have no problem getting people to come out for my birthday. Well, what you say, Mike? You said she did carry pass. Um, no, I, I was I was a day early. You was a day early. July, I was doing the fourth. Mm. So I came out early, a couple hours early. Because then, if you're exactly on the fourth, then it's like, oh, that's kind of dope, you know. Because then you're like, oh, everyone is off on my birthday. <laughs> how come? How come your release date? Was, everybody be off how, come after your, my how come your release date was a surprise? How come you ain't drop on your release date? Oh, because I wanted it out early. I'm Beyonce and Jay. Hey, Ooh, it's crazy, man. You just gonna drop before your release date? Yeah, ten twenty eight. The rollout. An hour and a half right before the fourth. I was like, I'm out this bitch. What's up? Oh, you called your mom's a B? No, the, the space. You just said you're out this bitch. Your Mrs. Mike, Mike had an That's escape. So Mike, Mike had an escape from the wound day, not a birthday. Mike was like, "I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here." Stop jumping up and down. You made me click some shit. Man, I can't take it. It's stinking here. <laughs> Steve, leave me alone. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Already picking on you before you even out. Oh man! I'll let y'all rock till I tell y'all asses up. <laughs> I'm chilling right now. I'm starting here and just I've been drinking all day. <laughs> yeah, and we gonna keep recording. Yeah. He was getting hit with the mics. So, so like the Mike cartoon hit with the, mic. dust, the dust cloud. <laughs> the, how long? How long has that joke been riding with with Steve? What's that? And your mom. With my mother? Yeah. Since, since, like, since like elementary school they, when you guys met? Oh, we met in right middle. Uh, pretty much since we've been friends, yeah. Yeah, like, you got, you got to get the mom jokes all done. Every, everyone went through the mom jokes. Even before Steve, that's just been a common joke. My mother's very young compared to uh, most mothers. Steve? Yeah, yeah. I had a few friends like that. Like, mom, mom's, like, teenage whenever, yeah. or, like, in early we're, 20s. We're 20 years apart, so we're talking, if I'm 15, she's 35, so my mom's in that space where dudes are starting to look at women yeah so. speaking of that same space we i was a uh, grocery shopping just yesterday or day before whatever day was with my son and whatnot and um excuse me and i, I belched i ain't fart um so anyway when we was because they can't see me same thing <laughs> same they, they both have similar smells <laughs> if your mouth smell like ass that's oh, crazy man. hey yeah, get help or you're or you're haitian <laughs> you say what i said or you're like uh haitian because they're all like talking about eating butt all the time. Oh, I was oh like, okay. I was going? like, wait, no, that's, I don't co-sign that. <laughs> I put my I name on that. <laughs> nah, but um, anyways, the fact that is that patients hey, come get us. Me and my son, like, this, this female was passed by. She was a nice-looking young woman. Mm. Um, my son was standing in the perfect position to catch her on the walk by. Yeah. And you know, as a dude, our little thing is you got kind of set your body. You got to mm-hmm. you got to get set to so you don't look like mm-hmm. creep. You got to turn around and start picking something up so you know she's gonna pass you on sight so you can check her out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's, it's the look ahead. You got to yeah. aim for it. He was our my son noticed her and he took that position. And when he took the position, I'm and I'm like, dang, he knows yeah, that was up. My 14 yeah. year old knows good. Turn right ahead, but. He was staring at me also to see if I would notice what he yeah. noticed. And the fact that me and him and I shared that moment, and he still trying to act innocent too. I called him out on it. He's like, well, there's no one's, I, there's no one's doing like, Stephen, I watched you. Turn, take the position. The same thing you I You let him know that there's no we shame in Yeah, exactly. I try to make him show him that it's cool. Like, it's nothing wrong with taking the position. Sometimes you got to take the position. Yeah, it's, it's out of respect. You don't want to be ogling, but you want to put your eyes ahead of exactly. the walk by so either, you can get the walk by. Either way, you're going to get looked at. So I'm going to look at you in the most respectful she way possible. She wore the sundress on purpose anyway. Uh, she, yeah. That's, yeah. She knows she's walking around with a fat ass. She was voluptuous. 
Ain't no pancakes walking by with no with the you know what I'm saying like with the oh they looking at me. I don't know, man. Some might depend where you at. You in the trailer park? <laughs> Soho. Soho? They got pancake. Not everybody is pancake. No, I say everybody, but they be out there. Yeah, I Damn. guess. <laughs> I feel like I feel like um, you know, pan- pancake booty is not as much of an epidemic as it used to be because having a butt has become so popular on Instagram mm-hmm. that you know there's a lot of people there's you know. There's a lot of people working to to, yeah. to relieve this. I agree. To leave leave the trauma that most people have to go through. And Luda was the first one to notice the shit. Yeah, he called it out. Luda, no one noticed it before Luda. Luda said, "White uh, new phenomenon, white women white with ass. ass." And he he was he, he sounded so questionable in his voice when he said it. He's the new phenomenon, like white women with ass. Yeah, a, for real. And that shit. That. And what year was that? GMOs. What year was what, what year was that shit? It was before oh three. Was it when Luda had braids? He definitely had braids. Yeah. That's, so that's it's, it's early. Power. Yeah, it's early. His braids was held in his power. <laughs> yeah, now he had to become an actor. Yeah, he, he had a fade. He had to become an actor. Exactly. Like he ain't rapped the same since. Mm-hmm. He he does. He's dibble. a lot nicer. He dibbles. It's sometimes you still got dibble. Dabble, dabble. Oh, dabble. Yeah. yeah. You know how it goes, man. Dibble, it's like dibble sounds different. Yeah, dibble sounds like something else. It, it's it's hard out here for me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you dabble, you he dabbles and he he still yeah. holds his own a little. Dibble bit, sounds like a dance. Dibble. Yeah, dibble with me, dibble with me, dibble with me. Yeah, like sometimes we have, we have friends that like to dance when we go out. I could imagine their dance being called dibble. the dibble. I like to dance as well, even though I suck at it. Ooh, your dance could be called the dibble. It could when be. We got the man well, on your you know shoulder. What's crazy? Exactly. You know what's crazy? Um, <laughs> the fact that I'm really not a good dancer, but people really genuinely hype you, look, hype you, oh, are excited look, when you do. They do. And they there, look up to a, the dance. Like, there's an excitement when that happens in the room. You know, Shira basically has like an out of body experience. <laughs> I know I bring joy to the community when I'm out in the streets dancing. But joy to the community? Yeah, I definitely bring joy to the community. <laughs> yeah, to, a, to the same people I'm going to turn my back on and friends when I win the lottery. He's a wild, <laughs> he's a wild character. Right, I don't celebrate now because we moving on yeah, when, exactly, I, when, exactly. when I pop off. I already told y'all both, when, when, I, when I win the lottery, celebrate now I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm replacing both of you. And we're still, I'm still, Us, recording. still recording. I'm here. still recording out of the same place. If y'all remember or not, I'm going to get Forrest Whitaker to replace Mike. And I'm gonna get um who was he? His um with the um the singer the um Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz, yeah. Those two are gonna be my new co-hosts, and y- y- y'all can watch. Bitch, I don't look like Forrest. <laughs> Mike's still gonna produce. Mike's still gonna produce. I don't look like fucking Forrest. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a. Although a broad did just say that to Claude this week. He said he looked like. Told Forrest him he looked. He beach. looked like. Somebody said he looked like Forrest Whitaker. Nah, Claude just told me the story. Comparison? Claude just told me the story. Oh yeah, I do. But Claude is don't. it because he lumbers? I don't know. I, I wasn't know. there. Right, I can't story. think it's something in his face because his face doesn't look like Forrest Whitaker. Claude yeah. told me the story. I just was there. Mike. You've literally got to either have it was a, it was at the beach uh, when we none of us went for uh, our homie birthday. What would you do in that situation if someone told you you looked like someone that is universally renowned as ugly? Steve oh. literally just told me I look like the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm asking Steve. <laughs> Um, what's the, no, ask someone to have <laughs> That sounded like such an asshole thing, and I just completely negated that it happened to Mike. I'm honestly thinking, like, Steve, what would happen to you? <laughs> ask someone that been told it's same thing. Like No, no, everyone. Mike, Mike, like, Mike, let's be for real. Like, if someone came up to you and said you look, like, let's think of someone who's, yeah, like, my, stupid. My reaction would be like. Sam Cassell. Yeah, my reaction would be like, Sam what Cassell. the fuck? That's yeah, a, that's yeah, a, that's a good like, one. Like, just oh, like my real reaction was, Cassell, what like, the fuck? Bitch, <laughs> what is with Sam Cassell? Steve fuck. been saying that shit for years. I look like fucking Forrest Whitaker. Well, you do look like, like Forrest. My eyes both work. <laughs> His I'm, I'm, he lighter well. than me. I look nothing like him, bro. Nah, you look, je- you look just like him. 
Okay. But if someone came up to me and, and, and I'm someone who's who I've been told I look like everyone under the sun. Create a player face. It's really ridiculous. And I did exactly. I used to call myself, me and Mike both used to call me the creative player face. This one way better. Just chase him, Mike. This here, this mm, right now I'm sipping on you, you you might not like it. I know you you're excited about the orange. What's happening right now? Look, I just scrubbed the drink. I am drinking. Uh, I've been on tequila because, for one, I believe it's a fat burner because I was told that by JM. I so believe if it, it. isn't, and, if, and if anyone is doing this because I said it, you got to remember to blame him if it doesn't work. If you gain any amount of weight, you blame him. You go to his uh, social media and you talk to him about it. But there's a drink called Sparkling. This is the Blue Agave. Mm-hmm. According to JM, and I listen to him a lot, and I believe everything he say. As and this is a drink called um, Sparkling Ice. And I mix it with uh, the flavor of lemonade, and it really tastes very similar to a margarita. I like Not it with just the orange. Like, the orange is uh, it's cool, it's but good, it's, good. it's cool. But I definitely prefer, if you want the margarita flavor, you know what I'm saying? That's what you go with. What the fuck were we just talking about? We are talking about nothing. Let's talk about this uh, uh, shit. We are talking about nothing. <laughs> right? I, yeah, right. I, I was gonna talk about our chance. Oh, chance. Doing, okay. chance doing a Kanye album. Okay, cool. Are we? There's no overall name for this. I wish he had one. But they were calling it the Wyoming Project? Oh, the, well, that's what they call everything that uh, Kanye's been doing because he's been producing all of them in Wyoming. But that's not like the official name. No, no, it's just like a pun. It's just like yeah. a joke. I wish there was an official name. I wish he came up with one. Like, I don't know. So this is interesting because it just came out that like Jay, like um, Kanye had said that he wanted to do, like after he had released four albums or five albums in a week every Friday, he was like, you know what? I might just do this for 52 weeks. And, re- and if, if I can get enough artists, I'll just produce albums for 52 weeks. Drake dropped his. It was obviously he took a break from that, and then he's coming back, and it's announced that he's coming back with more. I think that this is the most exciting one that he's mentioned so far. Like, I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited to see what he's doing. Yeah, they, they have a good collabo. I'm excited to hear. Uh, Chance helped him heavily on um, the other one, the Orange. So album. may it just sound just like his current album? Possibly. Hmm. Well, Ye didn't. Well, yeah, it could be. They were both doing like this whole tandem thing for Chance's album, uh, The Coloring Book, and for Ye's album, Life of Pablo. Those, that's a good sound, and that was a good era. I wouldn't mind hearing seven tracks of that or seven tracks okay. of something similar. Um, he, he also released that he's doing a co-album with Charles Gambino, yes, which is a 14-track. He said that they've got six of them done, mm-hmm. and they're working. Steve, you are not as big a Charles Gambino fan as that we are. Gambino Hive. Right. How I'm, excited are you about this? Honestly, I'm not as a big a fan as y'all, but I do... Really do love his work. I really do appreciate him as an artist. He can rap his ass off. He Except can sing. I album. get it. No, the last one wasn't for me. Yeah. Not at all. But I do. So I want to hear what new he got. I do think this is going to be better than his last. I mean, do y'all still bang Redbone? Not the not the song, but the whole album in its entirety. So I think he. Oh, you go on. I do occasionally. That's all I was going to say. Okay. I think that most of his albums were all rap, and then he did an all R and B. I think that from what we've seen, there's definitely R and B. And there's definitely rap on this too. I think this is going to be his combination where he sounds kind of like Drake on Thank Me Later where it was like one track that's probably sounding more R&B, one track that's a little bit more hip-hop. From what I've seen, it does lead me to believe though that with it being announced, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But with him announcing that he's doing a thing with Ch- Chance the Rapper, I would imagine that that one is going to have a lot of hip-hop on it. So I would almost wonder if he's just going to do a straight R&B one. This is America. Where did that, but this is, where this, did that fall? Where, where's that going? I would say that's more on the on hip-hop it. side, right? No, no, no. And it's not on anything yet. No, I, I'm not saying what genre. I mean, like, is that... All right, Mike just... Yeah, that could just question. be a he single. He said it's not on anything. He just, he just gave that to fans. He just it, it might be. I know the two songs he performed at SNL are on the new album. They're going to be on the new album, but we, there's no title for it and yeah. there's no buzz about it do y'all skip songs like for instance do y'all skip 
records that you already heard on yes. the radio when you get to the album? I do, yes. Because I do. No, I don't. I, I, I do. do. I listen straight through because I always assume someone had an idea when they put them together, mm-hmm. other than Wally. <laughs> All right, cool. I was just wondering if it was just me. If it's been bumping like God's plan when it came on, I, I, I know what's happening. To here. be honest with you, on we'll, we'll review the Drake, but I would almost say that I needed those songs I'd already heard on Drake's album because I, a few times I was felt like I was wandering in the woods with the sound he was going with, and I was like, I need something to bring me back to being interested. So it pulled me back. Okay, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, so, so far we talked about Chance Gambino, Chance and Ye, and Chance is supposed to be doing something else, a third thing. A solo? Oh, his own, just his own regular album. Okay. Um, what's going to be interesting there, because the whole Wyoming Project thing, we've been talking about people releasing albums with Ye's full production. Pusha, Nas, Tiana, Kid, Cuddy, and himself. Um, they Not to say that they have a Ye sound, but it's curated by Ye. He chose the songs. He chose what production. Chance is going to do one with him and then do one of his own. It's going to be interesting to hear. It's dangerous. Did yeah. he really choose the songs? I mean, because he could play a beat and they could not skip. I don't want that beat. That so happens all the time. From what I understand, Ye completely curated the whole thing. Hmm. So whatever amount of songs they had, he's like, let's do these ones. Hmm. From what I understand. Because even Nas was saying, I didn't necessarily want these ones. I think it's dangerous for Chance to do that. Why you say I think that if he does that, where he releases one and he releases one produced by Kanye, I would let the Kanye one hit first. What's the Because the, da- the danger is that you release your own, which is curated by you, and then you release one curated by Ye, and the Ye is way better than yours. Upside is if Ye's is just okay and yours is fire again. Yeah, but that's why you would let Ye's go first. Because yeah, then if oh, his yeah. falls flat, you can drop yours and be like, oh, well, you should just let Chance do yeah. Chance, Ye. But if you do you and then Kanye's like, man, maybe Kanye's just this good that he's making all these people sound good is yeah. what people are, the people could ask. This whole Wyoming Project thing is kind of interesting. I saw an article, Tiana was saying that this wasn't the album that she thought was coming out to the point where when she heard it, like when we heard it, she was like, this ain't... She was bothered. Yeah, like, this ain't this ain't right, and then she's going to re-release the album that she wanted to release. I thought that was interesting, so that's kind of where I got the idea. Wasn't that, that one yeah. of the things we said about Life of Pablo? Was it sucked about Life of Pablo? Was every once in a while, because he constantly remixed them, mm-hmm. that you'd like one, and then he went back and changed it, and like, you're like, oh, dang, I really like that one, but it, it was constantly Something evolving. completely different. Yeah. That's crazy that you could, that's what we have in today's music. You could really edit something that's already out. Yeah, that's the that's benefit of streaming. Yeah. A digital world. Yeah, and to compare it to soccer, when you get up to take a free kick, those people that hesitate usually miss it. Yep. And so when you kick. double, well, I think like when you second guess your art, like sometimes you do all this work and you were known as a genius and you yourself proclaimed to be a genius. Sometimes you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just need to let something sit. And yeah, then recreating it almost messes up. Because I feel like when I heard that from Tiana Taylor, I thought, man, like, how much would that set? Like as much hype as, as much as people think it's successful... Like she still feels like, man, you guys didn't hear like the best version of yeah. this. You didn't get what she's, I wanted to give She's gonna you. re-release it, and I, that could be looked at as kind of a slap in the face to Ye's vision, but it's her music. So Dude, judging by her songs, I don't think she cares. She seems like a woman that's very confident, yeah. and that's what I said. It's it's her music. She yeah. has a has a right to do that, and like you said, the the saying is always go with your first answer. Is probably right. She yeah, thought it was she yourself. thought it was delivery, but it was the short note. Yeah, it was already cooked, that cooked mm-hmm. in the house. Oh, yay did that. She's she, like, wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, where'd you get this from? Yeah, exactly. That's how she, she did say that she's gonna do a video for every track released on KTSA. She knows she looks great. That's oh, yeah. why she could do that. It. Dude, I'm looking that, forward to that is, one of those videos. That is like so. That is basically an Instagram model doing an album. Like, yes, I'm putting out a video for every song because let's, go. let's be for real. You want? I, I know what the climate is in in popular culture and social media, mm-hmm. and it is. If if you are a tra- dude, you can have the same 
thing. And if if someone is more optically appealing, they will get more followers on mm-hmm. certain things. They'll get more views. People she, will care. I wouldn't be shocked if she put out if she doesn't already have a um, workout routine or she's selling some type of supplement or. Oh, I, she's got to have a fit tee. She's got to have a fit tee. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Some something something. Or someone made her a bra somebody, that somehow somebody. levitates. If it's out there, y'all, y'all let us know because of course we ain't searching for it. But I'd be interested to hear, hear I about bo- something I've going on. Searched for it many times. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, brother. <laughs> so uh, uh, my affections be known. Real quick with Tiana, I was looking at her. I barely, rarely ever do this, but I was looking at her IG as she's talking about this very. You ain't gonna lie, Mike. Just say you look at her IG. You ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It's not. It's not like what you're I'm, like. What I'm saying is, I, I barely ever am on IG, but I just caught this one live when she was talking about uh, the album, and she was talking about uh, work that pussy, and she's riding in the car, and she's just talking, and her kids in the car, and she kept saying, she was like, yeah, because you know I'm gonna work that pussy and work that pussy. Like she just kept repeating the title. The kid is sitting in the car seat. So was like, "Pussy." She's like, "Oh no, don't say that." Like, you can probably find that shit that online. She's like, "Oh no, you say you say kitty, like kitty cat." And then the kid was like, "Kitty cat." And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Why are you talking about work that pussy with your kid?" Like, yeah, right there, old enough to talk and repeat. That shit was funny as hell. So, I got I got to tell you that sound like it sounds funny. That's I'll happened try, to I'll, every I'll, parent, right? That's, a, that's a, I, I'm, as someone who does not have a parent, that oh, has happened kid. to every parent. Absolutely right. Because I remember. My dad had this moment where my parents didn't cuss in front of me, and my babysitter did. <laughs> and we were at church, and apparently I had, um, I had experience. cussed at my dad, and like one morning getting ready, and he wanted me to do something. I was like, I don't want to do that shit, and I just yelled at him. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like three, so I was really young, and he was like, what the hell? Like, he, where did he get that from? That? Yeah. And so my parents, not in a bad way, because we were friends, and I'm still friends with those people to this day. He came, I was like, hey. Like, have you guys been cussing around Jermichael because he's saying some stuff? And they're like, no, we've never cussed around him at all. And I just ran up and was like, speak that shit, Wayne. Tell him. <laughs> tell him. And he was just like, my dad said he's just like, oh, crap. <laughs> Maybe I did. Kids, and I was like, man, I think every parent has gone through that. Yeah, like, kids so, will die me off, man. They hear every goddamn thing. So that's got to be something that as an artist, you, you know, I actually, it can't be something you worry about since you know it's going to happen yeah. sometime. Because you got to be human. It was just her talking on live, though. She could have waited and did it when the kid wasn't like, the kid was like, Oh, put like of all the words she said, the kid picked up on pussy. Instagram Live is an interesting thing because I think we let people get a, a, get away with egregious traffic violations while doing Instagram and Snapchat because mm. a lot of these videos oh, where you're filming yourself and your kid, you're definitely driving, mm. and it's not legal. Yeah, huh? Child endangerment. Y'all be safe. Wow. Speaking of child endangerment, y'all Speaking see of uh, Michael Jackson's dad pass. Oh, good. Speaking segue. of as someone who's supportive of child endangerment, you, Joe, Joe Jackson died. Joe Jackson was whipping asses. Nah, he's, he might be the best disciplinary father in history. He whipped he whipped kids into fame. You never had your ass whipped into fame. Nah, yeah. no, I didn't. Dog. Clearly, he went he went like a he. <laughs> let's just say he took the textile factory manager mm-hmm. mindset on parenting. <laughs> Dog, he was he was real tactical with that belt. Oh boy, that belt touched that ass. One of the hosts here How? went for Halloween. First successful parent did not beat the black off in it. <laughs> he beat, it was later. It was delayed. Black yeah, it was. Del- it was. It was coming. <laughs> but uh, you you went as Halloween. Uh, little Steve did. Yeah, we did that years, years years ago. And Big Steve had the belt. I still got the picture somewhere. No, in one uh, of my hard I got drives. it. I got it right now. But uh, we got to give a big RIP to Joe Jack. Yeah, man. Um. How, no, how do really, I don't. No, uh, yes. Tell me how you feel. Like, I don't. He's not he's a, a good person. He's a bad. He pimped his kids out. Like he, there are accusations made by those kids that he, like, pimped them out. As in, like, hey, you gonna 
you're gonna do this, right. you're gonna sleep with this girl, you're gonna do this stuff. I never heard that. I never it was heard like, that really? yeah, like yeah, like, wow. yeah, like, like he would make them available to to women and shit like that. Like he put them in in situations where they were. They, they he put them in suspect situations for that. I never, heard, that's I, I never, I never heard that one. I'm not saying it's not true. I never heard that. So that that is crazy. Wow. Um, but the thing is, like, it's 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 known but not known. He's like the one thing that he has different with you know than other. I think fathers that have he never his kids never made it a thing and brought it uh-huh. on him as like charges or anything like that. And he never shot his kid, Marvin Gaye's dad. But like mm. he is definitely known. It's kind of like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Like it's not openly talked about all the time by the people that it happened to, but everybody knows so that I've, he was a bad. Like he was extremely hard on his kids to the point where he, he like socially, you know, definitely uh, like threw them off. Like it, it, not just Michael, but Janet has had issues. Tito has had issues. Like a lot of them have had issues mm-hmm. in just social interaction. They've made movies about it. You know. All right, I have a question. This this don't quite. This question is going to seem more directed at Michael because he was the biggest star. Michael Jackson, clearly. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mike. No. He's never <laughs> no. called me Michael. I no. thought he was someone Michael else. Jack- Michael Jackson, obviously, clearly the biggest star. Michael, like the king of pop. Oh, absolutely, and still is, reigning champ. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Michael Lake is the king of pop. Soda. But <laughs> 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 No, Joe Sly, Joe Sly. Um, I'm kidding. But Joe Sly... Um, what if Joe Jackson didn't do that to Michael Jackson, and then Michael Jackson was more like a Justin Bieber? Does, is that even fair to? Is that yeah, but, but we know that's not the fact. Like, the, like people have talked. He was about into Jackson like, Five, like, so I'm well, sure he was. Well, on all the yeah, on that, but like, we know that that's not a fact. Like, people have. I mean, there's been like documentaries and stuff about it. There's been movies. There's been people like like what he, how he, the pressure he put on those kids, the the hours and the, the way he you know treated them. When so I, when so I, 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 I want to make sure because the one thing we always talk about on the show is like even Ken, Kendrick and other rap artists is that like when you hear something negative about, negative about me, are you just going to absolutely throw everything out of the window that's positive about me and just kind of turn on me because I'm human? I don't think that's the same thing with Joe Jackson. I think Joe Jackson was overwhelmingly doing more bad human things than positive human things. Mm-hmm. And like I think that that's his legacy. I don't think his legacy is this dad who that won't be his, uh, yeah, legacy. his like his legacy is not what i think i think the venus sisters mm-hmm. their dad's getting a better one because he took his ass beating for his kids he broke his back like yes he pushed them and he was hard on them but he got it he, he worked just as hard as they did to make sure that they were successful and also we don't we, I, we don't ever we never heard anything about him yeah, according joe there was just thing after thing about kids like I, I agree joe, joe jackson he has a very bad stigma around him but I mean, I, you put Michael to work this week. Now that you know he's dead, he he yeah, may, might do a feature for Drake. He's definitely performing in front of Jesus. You know, he's definitely doing so. He came up there and he was like, "No, exactly. get back like, out there." Hey, you, 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 your wings are tied. We don't get tied. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But but um, Joe Jackson. I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. Is yeah. But Joe. But the thing with Joe Jackson, if you just what if he. I'm not trying to glorify him because I get it, but also, if what if he did? If he wasn't him, maybe the Jacksons' name would not be solidified and set for life if he didn't do that. Almost like, almost like a sacrifice. Them kids had to get beat so the other Jacksons coming up can be okay. You don't think Michael was transcendent enough? I don't know. Even as a child, because I the one thing I'll say like Justin Bieber, um, he was talented enough to get to mm-hmm. be found. It's a different era, so, internet, right, social right, media, right, stuff right, like right. that, but. I I don't think 
So from what I've seen, the documentaries I've watched, it looks like the negative side of the parenting, like the abuse started, mm-hmm. not when, like to get them on, to, on, on TV. Yeah. It was once they got on TV. Once they started making money, they had success. He was like, we ain't, we're not losing this now. Like, I like this. Mm-hmm. And he hammered them then. And also, I think, like everyone always talks about the first time you heard ABC. Like, when people first heard Michael on, like, network television, they were like, that kid started singing. They're like, there's something special about this kid. And mm-hmm. I think that there are people in your life that you meet as someone who has talent, some people that have talent. Uh, everyone does. But there are people you interact with in life that are going to be takers. And then there's givers. And I think Joe Jackson was someone who's like, I'm going to get everything I can from you from this talent that you have. And I think he's... That's that why makes, that up makes that way. sense to me. But it, the the flip side could be that what if Joe Jackson heard his kids have talent? Because first of all, if he was already a musician himself. Mm-hmm. So if he wasn't a magician, a musician, and and Michael was or a magician, huh? Say again. Or a magician. He took yeah, Michael or, from black to white. Exactly. So so if he, wasn't, if he already wasn't that, it's a good chance that talent could have just been wayside. Yep. So I, there is it, a chance. It's a necessary evil. Or you could be LeVar family. Ball, where it looks like you might be the person that's responsible for two of three of your kids maybe not making it in the NBA. Possibly as well. Did You you saw Whiplash, right, Jam? Yes, that? I did. Um, it's a movie. That's what happens in a car accident. <laughs> but it is a movie. I was about to describe it to you. Essentially, in the movie, this uh, band teacher pushes some of his students so far by being so hard on them and kind of mentally breaking them down, mm-hmm. pushing them to be better. And he does it by abuse, by like mental, like physical abuse. Like he, similar to what we talking about with Joe Jackson, mm-hmm. that his his ideal essentially was, if you aren't, if you aren't pushed to that degree, then mm-hmm. you won't make it. Is kind of what Steve's saying. So what the, if the Jacksons, though talented, though different, though special, what if Joe would have let them fuck off and they would have took a different route and we wouldn't have what we have today. So Atlanta summed it up in one sentence. He said that you cannot have beauty without pain. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that the character, the, the villain in the episode of Atlanta said. Like He was like, I have to do this. I have to hurt you because I had to be hurt for me to find beauty. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. So like I have to hurt you. I, have, I had to be hurt for the best, like for my talent to come out, for the beauty that's in me to come out. And the guy looks back at him and he goes, you can find beauty everywhere in this world that doesn't come from pain. Hmm. And that's kind of like the same thing that was thought in Whiplash was, you'll never be as good of a musician unless I break you and then you allow me to make you. And I do, I had coaches like that. I had coaches that thought that when I played sports, that they literally, they were going to break me emotionally and and try to get it. And I think that, I don't necessarily think that they they teach that anymore. And as much anymore, but that's the argument, you know, would they have been, but at his, but you have to look at what it cost him because it, it looks like it costs his children a lot. So we, we clearly uh, agree that there's two sides to this coin. Yeah. Be hard on the, the one thing that we can agree on is that he did this to his kids versus the other examples we use were teenagers Students, yeah. or older people that are being pushed in their respective fields. Um, the kid thing aside, I guess the question that I want to ask, if this was you, you're the kid, and you can somehow let your dad know, be that hard on me, would you sacrifice it for that level of fame? Both of y'all are me too. Um, go ahead. You want it, Jim? I, so, as mu- as driven as I am as an individual, I don't, I, I think everyone responds to things differently. I think there are people that respond really well because there are two, I feel like there are people that are, 
innately need someone to grab them and go, hey, I'm going to pull you to the finish line because you need this extra effort. Mm -hmm. And then there are people that sign up and go, I'm putting in everything I got. You put in everything you got. We'll get this done together. Mm -hmm. So I would say a LeBron James versus J.R. Smith. LeBron James is going to walk into the gym on day one and be like, everything I need to do, I'm giving you all my time. I'm giving you all my effort. Like, you treat me like an equal. I'll treat you like an equal. We're in this together. We're going to do this. JR is going to walk into the gym. He's got all the talent in the world. But he'll even say this. Like, he had to learn how to be an NBA player. He had to learn how to be, like, I work and this is my job and I have to do this. And it took people probably, like, being hard on him and, like, being rough on him. I think there's two types of people. It is it From what I've seen from – Joe, I don't think he thought there were two types of people. It was, I'm doing it straight across the board. And what we learned is some of those kids dealt with it better than others. Because Types of people really aside, yeah. you, what do you want? Uh, I would probably want someone that worked with me. I need to be pushed, but I don't need to be pushed in the way of, I don't need you to break me. Because I, I, care, as, I care as much or, if, or more than anybody else I do anything with. Because I feel like no one will ever care as much as I will. So I need to push, I need to push it. And I need to constantly work. So I'm almost too serious. So I need someone to sometimes pull me back and let me revel in the accomplishment at times. Because for me, like even when like when I won state, I like got the medal and I was like, what, the, what do I do now? Like this, like this challenge is over. I need mm-hmm. another one. And it took my dad going, no, you're gonna like, like because we were just gonna go home That's after we yeah. He's like, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this. We're gonna That's go to the game after minutes. this. We're gonna yeah. And I'm not the type of person to do that. So okay, all right. What about sense. you, Steve? All right, for me, I've all right. I'm looking at it from a different um, situation. Yeah, like they your... grew up. They grew up in the '60s, '70s, right? Different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. '70s. Because Michael okay. Jackson, that came out in like the mid '70s. Yeah. He was like seven years old, eight years old. All right. So, yeah. so that time frame of Joe Jack mind frame, because he was born in what the '50s or '60s. Mm-hmm. I imagine. He's used to being. Honestly, we got to be better than these white people. We have to be. We have to be three times better than these white people in order just to be heard by probably a quarter of who they get listened to. Mm-hmm. So that's his that's his mindset. Set. He has to be hard and strong. I have to run my family as a unit. Yeah. We are like almost military style. I got to make this omelet. I got to break some eggs. Right. I truly believe that Joe Jackson, right, wrong, or indifferent, I don't agree with his parenting because I don't do mine like that. But also, you have to you have to judge people in their time in a, in a time capsule where they were born. Because if you're being called a nigga every single day of your life by white people and you're being misjudged or mistreated rather and you're being judged constantly and you're constantly t- being told you're never going to make anything, you're just, you got to work these, where were they, um, Detroit, what they, he probably was um, still or a, um, a car, he probably yeah. worked at the, what's it, the, the mobile, what's shit called? GM? Yes, they probably worked in GM or some shit, probably. So he's trying to get out of that shit and but it was just a lot tougher. So that's, that, that's the thing. So this is the interesting thing that we, we can talk about because we haven't been through it, but parents of kids that are famous, because mm-hmm. like Mike said, the important thing is what we're talking about is the difference between training someone who's an adult who has picked the path they want to get down mm-hmm. and kids who are just doing things that are that enjoyable the to them and did. the parents are basically pushing them into. You know what, That's you, Macaulay Culkin syndrome. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure of the Macaulay Culkin, but there are literally parents. Like he, like his parents took money, like, like all that home loan stuff like that. Uh-huh. His parents took that money from him and spent it and, and pushed him and made him continue to act even though he didn't want to. And like it's he, he had to like get, he had to get like, like the court to make them not his parents anymore because all his, they were stealing all of his money and all like it's crazy and, and continue to push him. Emancipation. But what I'm what I'm getting to is like, what if um, damn, I lost my train of thought. What I was going to say. Sorry. That's no, all good. It's all good. Just run it. Uh, all I was, <clears throat> excuse me. All I would say about the whole thing is it's the it's the parent or the dad who didn't make it and is pushing his kids to do the thing that he couldn't do. 
And, and those are, that's a real thing. Yeah. That's a real thing. I, I never subscribed to that bullshit. Mike I remember what I was going to say. Want to do. Go ahead. All right. It just like just like we're looking down on the Joe Jackson's or I'm not looking down like as a massive people may or as a mass as a whole people may look down on that but there are parents that literally make their kids pay damn near half the rent or a bill at 15 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm against that shit. I think a kid should be a kid. You shouldn't worry about nothing but school. But if you're make, taking your kids' money just like Joe was doing or or Macaulay Culkin parents were doing to pay bills, whatever the case is, I fully disagree with that. I think if kids work, you. Your money is your money. I'm not going to take rent from you. You shouldn't have to pay a bill. That's just on my own personal of course. things. So it's like almost the same thing, just on a different level. Like Joe Jack really felt like he believed he believed in his children that much that he pushed them to that level. But also he look at the look where he was born. He was born in the era of colors have to use this water fountain. So he has to make his children do this much better so they can live a lot better than he yeah, did. I, I, we all understand the logic. I guess the question I can't... And it may suck. It may suck. I mean, like the, the, James that, just that's said, why I asked the question... Make an omni break some eggs. That's, the, that's why I asked the question of y'all. Because we, of course... And we also look at it at the prism... Sorry. You we did. also, to follow... We also look at it at the prism of he had a son that basically killed himself because of like, over-medicating that, himself. That's kind of where I was And that's gonna, where we're coming from. That's where I was going to get to, essentially. Uh, and the reason I asked y'all this way, because two of us are parents, but we all are empathetic people. We... I wouldn't do this to my kid, mm-hmm. but I can't say that if, if I could go back and say my dad could be on my ass a lot more and I'd be a lot more successful at the things that I wanted to do, that I would be against I it, agree. especially knowing even though Mike went crazy and over-medicated, even though Janet and Latoya and all those kids are dealing with different issues, those grandkids, though, are set for life. They ain't yeah. got to work it's, a day in a motherfucking life. And like if, a sacrifice. if it's got to be hard on it's me like a sacrifice. so they can do it, I may not be fully against it. I you may not like it in the moment, but Mike is still the king of goddamn pop, and Janet is what the king, the queen of. Uh, I don't know if she's considered the queen of anything. R and B, something, something, something in her space. People rep. She's like, still dope. People she's one of the dopest female. She's a Jackson. Artist. Yeah. Jackson was set for life, and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, personally, I would just end it with um, salute to every salute to the light skinned chick I met that looked like Michael Jackson, and salute to the dark skin when I was chilling with that also looked like Michael Jackson, and um, <laughs> remember that Kanye, so, so, and salute to Kanye for that line. <laughs> the light skinned friend. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get up out of this. <laughs> let's take a break. Support podcast. We'll be back. Yep. Welcome back to Support Podcast, episode seventeen. Back from this here break. Um, let's just get to the shits. Scorpion. It's, it's July. Drake dropped. Scorpion. November. No, November. <laughs> What's that about? I don't know. Scorpio. Oh, oh, so yeah. I only know my zodiac is Cancer. I honestly don't know none of the other Zodiac. Yeah, I don't fuck with Zodiac. Do y'all believe in Zodiac shit? Like, is that real for y'all? I, I don't believe in it, but it's pretty accurate with me. Like, when yeah. you read, like, the Taurus, like, breakdown, it's pretty accurate. I don't think, like, the... Every once in a while, if I'm having a terrible day, I will check my, like, horoscope just to see, like, if, like, the moon's in Mercury or there's some weird thing. Because I really... I'm an Earth sign, and I've, I find that, like, I'm very... I feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes I'm like really stressed out or whatever. I can just go like sit outside and I feel better when I do that. Yeah, I don't you know if it has st- anything to do with it. You got to stand barefoot in the grass. Yep. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Like a football I don't coach. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. <laughs> I'm a cancer. It says a lot. It sounds cool. It'd be funny if like the cancer definition was I don't believe none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one. It's all fake. That would be fucking hilarious. Is it, wait, it's like Westworld <laughs> when they read out the script and like everything you've said we already planned Did for you. Are there any signs y'all really don't fuck with? 
That's I think other tourists. I don't know. Oh, okay. For you, you really when you yeah. hear as someone who has dated a couple of people that were also tourists, uh-huh. I'll never do it again. Mike. I don't know anything about signs. I can't tell you what any people I date. Mike don't even respect stop signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the signs and symbols, gang signs or whatever. You even know, the so signs I'm, of when women uncomfortable say signs. Stop. No, uncomfortable I'm signs. Stop and no. Do you respect that, that sign? Don't you just said I don't Sorry. respect signs. I'm talking about zodiac signs, not social cues, bro. And this is another episode in pedo Mike. <laughs> <laughs> How does it get to pedo? We talking about. Anyway. I just All like right. saying that. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so we so, talking about scorpion, Drake's Scor- Jones, scorpion. Yeah. Not Scorpio. I didn't say Scorpio. I said Scorpion. That's why we started talking about all the signs. That was that was in the past. You need to move on. You got a problem holding. That's part of his sign. Cancer is Kansas right. Do? Exactly. <laughs> Kansas can't let go. Kansas cannot let go. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, so anyways. So Scorpion. Scorpion. Uh, I liked it a lot. Drake did this one. I liked it. Oh, you liked it? Like, like all Y'all 24 did. records? I, yeah. I, there wasn't any that stood out to me as, no, I don't like that one. I liked part A and part B. It just did for different vibes. So now you're you're a Drake fan. Now. I can't, why is it that this, why is that way with you, Steve? Can I just be in the middle? I either love it or I hate it. First you say I'm a Drake hater. Now I'm a Drake fan. Oh, you definitely a Drake hater. But now you're and I'm a fan. Both. Apparently now, I like what, I, what changed for you, Steve. I would like all Drake projects except the the the, um, the playlist. Okay. And that had some hits on it, but I thought overall it was weak. Um, if you had to pick side A or B, wait. First of all, side A is definitely the rapping side. Yeah, side, side A is definitely side A is side. more where I'm at right now. Right, and side B, I thought he was I, when I heard he was making a double album. I thought he would make a side B, um, more so for the females. Like, like I'm not gonna listen to that shit. I, I thought B was better. Okay, I was a bigger fan of B. I can see that you're more into the singing. I just thought those were his better songs. Yeah, man. Overall, what y'all think? He, Overall, because it is one solid, it's okay. one project. Okay. We're, we are splitting it up, but it is one project. Overall, I think push one. When <laughs> 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 you ask me what I think, yeah, I, I think overall push. I one. agree with you there. Um, what do you? Jake had a lot of explaining to do. What? He surely did a lot of goddamn explaining. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think overall? I, I, overall, I like the album, and yeah, he he fully explained himself. Like I. Imagine us going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then I break out into this full explanation. Like it didn't even like that. Like Steve's lying. That's like, basically how I, I felt. Here. Like Drake was like, "Throw all that shit away." I got to talk about I ate it on. <laughs> whatever his whatever whatever his shit is. Wait, what? Well, you, you gotta put up you some gotta shit. Describe that shit. Jam is showing some shit. It's a is meme. This, for, this is a meme for cancers. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Say, uh, read exactly what the fuck is saying. All right, well, y'all talk about I say, this, this is how niggas who listen to Drake fuck, and it's a chick on top of the dude with his legs cocked Damn up. Damn, it got him in a buck. <laughs> yeah, she got it in. Damn, it got him in a buck. <laughs> They're head to head. They're very, it's very emotional. It seems very passionate. She's on, she's on top, fam. That's it, crazy. It looks like someone's getting pegged. Y'all Drake fans is crazy. Yeah, salute to the people that get pegged and the peggers. Do you rather be pegged, the peg or the peggy? I don't like, want. Jam doesn't want to be, be pegged. I don't want to be want anything to do with the situation. I want to talk to. Some, I want to host. I want to. Uh, I would love to talk to someone on the uh, podcast, a, a pegger and a peggy. I think. I think there's more people that get. Oh, we get all subjects. All right, back to, <laughs> no, back no, to the we, no, we ain't. That's you, bro. No, <laughs> we just sit here. We get all. We get on topic. All right, Scorpion. the Drake shit. Scorpion. So, I thought the second half was better. I just thought the quality of songs were mm-hmm. better. I also think it was truer to what Drake wants to be, which is an R and B singer. I think that he's more comfortable. I think he. He. At this point in his career, he is saying nothing significant when he raps. So the best stuff for for me mm-hmm. is when he is when he was when he's R was he R when he's doing R and B. Um, I thought the song "Jaded," "Nice for What," 
Um, the worst song on the album was Ratchet Happy Birthday to ah, me. That was trash. Get the um, In My Feelings, uh, After Dark was good. And then I thought the Don't Matter to Me but with the feature for Michael Jackson was the best song on the album to mm-hmm. me. So for me, the best quality was in that. And I, I told you guys this weekend that I heard a review and it was like, man, we had to get we had to, to get to a really good Drake album. We had to listen to a trash rap album from Drake. And I was like, well, it's kind of true. Like I, I thought the, the hip hop was not his best, but if you look on iTunes, the stuff with the stars, which is the most played or most streamed on iTunes, I think all of them come from the first 11 songs. Okay. Well, I'm not going to pit them against each other. For me, it was two different vibes. It's the way it works, Mike. It's the rules. Okay. You do what you got to do, but to me, it was two different vibes. For me, we need rap Drake, and for me, we need singing Drake. To, the fact that he gave us a part A and a part B and didn't try to mash these up in one album was cool to me. Because it gives me two clear vibes when I rock. One night I'm driving home after the club. It's quiet. Street lights are streaming by. And I say club, but I wasn't at a club. Anyway, we'll move on from that. It's all right. You like the club. And I was riding back. Well, that wasn't the point I was making. But anyway, I was riding back from where I was at. And the vibe was nice. I threw in part B. Summer Games Come On. That's my that's my favorite track on the album. The, the vibe of that. That's, that shit was hit. Um, you get to the next track after that. Don't matter to me's on that side. Nice for what's on that side. It's a, it's a lot. It's a nice two a.m. riding home vibe. Then, then you get to um, in in I wake up the next day. It's daytime. It's Friday. I'm 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 with shits or it's Saturday actually, and um, I throw in part A and part A goes. Man, Drake was actually spitting. He was giving us bars, talking that slick shit. He's just having fun and doing his damn thing. The only thing I didn't like was so much address, so much having to be addressed to Pusha T. Clearly, you lost this battle. Everyone here agrees with that. But I felt like even more than just losing, this was tail between the legs. I got a lot to explain here. And he was doing a lot of explaining. Yes I, and yes, I, I, hear, I hear you. But yes and no, because uh, allegedly this was already the written. album he was supposed to talk about his son, though. So I just feel like Pusha T kind of made him have to really tell people what it was and really um, dedicate certain shit to his son. He said he only seen his son twice, right? Yes. He Actually, said in the album, he said that he'd only seen him twice, which was the first time, and then he said that he took them to, um, he took him to see Santa Claus. He said, "I introduced you to Saint Nick." So he's obviously had some interaction. Um, if we're gonna get into the son thing, I I, I want to make this I want to make this stated. I don't have a kid, so I don't come from a place where that would make me really uncomfortable. Also, there's breaking news. We're gonna get into that as soon as we get done with the Drake album review. Okay. Um, but Shit, I'm excited to hear that. Uh, so um, for me, but with the when it comes to the kid thing. I think that we, so when it comes to the kid thing, there are many options he had to choose on his comeback with Pusha T. Okay. Um, and all of them he could try too hard, and I think that's what he did. But there's a couple avenues. One, he can continue to deny, mm-hmm. no matter what, continue to deny. Two, he can come out and say, yeah, I was a deadbeat dad. I'm trying to reverse that. It makes it seem like Pusha made him do it. Mm-hmm. The best option was to <laughs> say, no, I'm actually not hiding him from the world. I'm hiding the world from him and to try to come on some. I've already, this has already been talked about. I'm already doing this. It just didn't seem genuine when Drake said it. (laughs) It's like if it would have come from someone else, I might have believed it. But coming from Drake, I don't believe it. And I didn't believe it. And he just repeated it in so many songs and then backpedaled by saying, I introduced you to St. Nick, but I didn't spend much time with you. I'm like, like if it just didn't, he didn't land. He didn't land the count, like because he wasn't gonna haymaker him back, mm-hmm. but he didn't land the, the counter punch, the counter attack. 
the, the thing I would add to my previous statement about him having so much playing to do, there was one song where I felt like he properly addressed it. And I felt like if he left it at that, that was cool enough. Then on part B, we got a whole song. There was other references to the mom. The, it was whatever the one song where he was like, um, I was so hard on my parents and now I got to tell them I'm a co-parent, that, that yeah. bar. When he was talking about it in that little space, I was like, yeah, this is right. I understand that scenario. You're rich. You're famous. You don't want all these people in your business. But then another song, he explains more. And now he's talking about the beef with the mom. And hopefully we can be back together on some different shit. Then there's a third I song. Hope th- I, hope, I hope he has your eyes. I know I'm not Bro, supposed to say just, that. It was just so much. Like, I understand this is weighing heavily on your heart. Also, and if Push never said this, like, if Push never dropped that bar. He would have never done it. I don't think he would have done that. I don't think he would have ever done it. Also, he said, I hope that our Steve, kid, I hope our son has your eyes. Man, if you've been spending time with him, you know what eyes he had. Like, that's a very <laughs> random thing to say for someone who's still even they spent time Gunshots with him now. First, first off, I guess I got two things to say. I hope you have eyes. That's <laughs> basically I, what he said. I have two things to say, and y'all can run. I'm going to let y'all both have the rest of it. Um, pause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. When Drake say, I got to disagree. But then again, damn, I was about to kind of disagree with Jim, but everything he said and both and and half of what you said Mike is true when Drake said and also a hard ass line he said the only dead beats is the ones I rap on mm-hmm. that's a fire bar bars no he definitely I, I tweeted out the Rushmore the Mount Rushmore that shit was like, tough he, too he, had some, that, he said his face is four different sizes or some four shit. different expressions yeah that, that what it was and also um, his record with Talk Up featuring uh, um, Hove one of my favorite records and also Nonstop is another favorite but if we talk, if we're gonna discuss talk up with Hove on it, that kind of made me feel. I think Hove listened to us. I think he listened to our podcast, and it made me feel good on the inside. The reason is because he just Hove talked about two things that we discussed on our podcast. Yep, he did. One was ninety two bricks that I keep that he's actually he did bring it. up the ninety two bricks. He, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, yeah he it's brought up funny. that. And also the brand is strong. And also <laughs> when I just asked when we just had our man Jarvis, we had we had our man Jarvis here. Right, and he was um talking about um how Tampa dudes get off or whatnot, and I asked him what does what did they do to Zimmerman, and he gave us no answer. Hove referenced mm-hmm. that Zimmerman comment that I made, and I feel Hove listens to our podcast, and he's a very avid listener. I think he's a fan. He just, of course, he can't tell. Yeah, people it would be nice Hove. if he gave us shout outs or creds. If, if Young Thug could get thanked on This Is America, I feel like we could get As, thanked in this moment. Because I don't care with nothing. I don't, you know what? The only we might not have we might not have helped the tree grow, but we definitely planted absolutely, a seed. Absolutely, absolutely. We and planted a seed. The only way I will believe Hove did, does not listen to us is if he says, "Hey, poor podcast. I don't listen to y'all. I didn't get that from y'all." <laughs> and, and you know what? And you know what? If you want to say that, if you want to say that, that's great. If you wanted to say that, let's say like on your Letterman interview, or uh-huh. maybe on uh, Jimmy Fallon, or something. You know, small platforms. Yeah, exactly. If you wanted to like clarify things, because I feel like don't, don't audiences want to know. Don't just don't don't um answer us through a song. Yeah. Hit us up directly. It's you like when Kendrick Twitter. answered you with his braids. Exactly. Like, you ain't like that. Man. Yeah. Get, give us our, our due diligence. Show me you got a classic. Exactly. Let that, us know. That's a good word for this. Due diligence. Give us due our, diligence. Yeah. Give us your due diligence. I agree. I agree. Um, I'll say this: when we do the rating of it, do you think? We need to split it in two, or do we need to rate it as a project for this? Uh, that's a good question. I th- probably as a project. Probably as a project. Yeah, he, it was a whole. He gave it. He didn't break it up and give it to us. He didn't give us like one Saturday, then one on the Friday. Okay. Second question I had that I had written down was: Do you think this was a smart idea to release both of these? Because my thing is with with uh, Kanye releasing five albums in five weeks, seven songs each. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think it's maybe – I think a better rollout would have been him dropping the hip-hop one right now, mm-hmm. the 12 hip-hop songs, and saving the R&B for later in the year. That makes not, sense. Strictly because – For cuffing season? No, yeah, no not, yeah, well, I mean, it kind of <laughs> plays well for that. But more importantly, to stay relevant. Because we talked about how – not that he, Drake's not going to stay relevant, but for the album to stay relevant. Because we talked about there's so much music coming out over the summer. There's so many things happening that you literally have a weekend. You have a moment. You have uh, – Pusha T had his week. Then uh, – That's the, so sad the everyone, that. every, no, no, but every, no, but everyone had their week where that was the album uh-huh. everyone was listening to. And then there was the next one coming out. Yeah, I and got it's, you. it's just kind of that way. It's kind of like what's happening in TV right now. You get so many TV shows that are coming out that you literally get the time where you can watch that show. And then after it's over, you've got to move on to the next to keep up with it. Of course, we're going to have our ratings for albums of the year and stuff like that. But would it have been better if Drake saved the second half of this project? For maybe later in the year, like so let's say around the time Gambino releases his or Chance releases his, in a in a different climate where there's not so much music coming out. I think it's an interesting uh, test case, if you will. Drake would be one of the people that could do that. I personally appreciate him for dropping both because the rollout is like like whereas we're saying part of it is you know content spread it out, not having your moment or not having your moment outshined by the other albums that are going to come after it. But Drake just delivered this double disc. We're going to rate it together because they, they belong together. I feel like he covered a lot here. To split it up would be two different releases in the same year. He probably could sell as many albums as all hell, but he'd have to do another rollout. Is that Does that mean separate tours? Like for this, we're just going to get Drake, the Scorpion tour, and everything that's involved. If there. he split it up, would it help him win the year? I think he could win the year either way. To answer, I don't, your, to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know that splitting it up does that for you. Because I think 24 tracks – while it is a great breadth of music, and like his playlist was, which was 22 last year, people then people playlist it. They pick out the it. It already gives people the okay for saying he had really good songs, but it's not a great project altogether. Mm-hmm. And it can't be because it's two different projects, so you can't say it's one concise great album because it's two albums. I feel like he's already given the opt out for people who don't nominate for the not, or don't don't put it in their top five or top ten for the year. Because he put them, I think if he separates them, then they go. Kind of, he kind of puts himself in two different categories, and he can. He's a free agent he can this year win. now, right? He did say Is after it, this album that he's he's out, huh. which might be why he released two albums and put oh. release them as one. The, but in the same breath that you just said what you just said, you could also say more people might put it in their top five because the people who like part A and the people who like part B are two different people. I think the, the, from what I saw of people on Twitter talking about it, it seemed like the brand was diluted by the amount of stuff. I, but to counterpoint what you just said, for example, me and Steve love part A and you love part B. We're all going to say we love the album. Yeah, but I won't say that the album's in, in the top five for the year strictly because he had 12 tracks that I thought were not his best. I so disagree with you it, well, yeah, But you do. But you would you would do you think there are 12s, when you listen to it, were there 12 good tracks? I'm not saying front or back. I'm saying all together, the, out of the 24, were there 12 good ones? Yeah, I just said it at the beginning of this. I were there, were there parts, also 12 bad ones? I thought both parts were dope for what each did, and it was very clear that this was the angle for that, and this is the angle for this. I think there were six on each half that you could probably gotten rid of. I can agree. Throwaway tracks. I think there. I think there are six tracks on each twelve. And if he would have just, I don't know if it's exactly six. No, no, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm saying, I think no, that's I'm, close I'm to that. He could have, he could have maybe boiled it down to fourteen and had fourteen solids. And then you're just like, damn, this is the best album that we've had this year. There's no fat on this steak. 
okay, take the fat off the steak. Yeah, Does I, part I B not still dilute part A? Because then it's still two different albums mashed together. No, because that's the beauty of Drake, right? Because he skirts between being an R&B singer and a hip-hop that's singer. That's been the criticism in the past, though. The playlist was exactly that. It's like, are you this? Are you that? Like, what are we doing? Is it black no, girls? No, I, I, I think the playlist, <laughs> I think the one thing that we, at least the one thing I thought, I'd always thought about the playlist was that it was 22 tracks, but it, it seemed like he got lost in certain vibes. It just seemed like certain songs started to blend together. And I think if you take the R&B side and the rap side, pick out the best songs, put them together, it seems like he knows what he's doing. There's a choice you, made in each song. You know song. what happened? I'm sorry, I said the playlist. It wasn't a playlist. What was the one before the playlist? The yeah. one with KMT on it? Um, that is... Was that the playlist? That's the one y'all called... Views was, was the playlist. And that was no, the no, no. Record. We're mixing that it up. the last one. Views was the playlist. What was the one with kissing but, my teeth? I got y'all go talk. I'll look it up. But, but what happened? I was, that's, I was thinking. What, what happened with that when when Drake was just mixing everything up on this last one? Pusher happened. <laughs> Pusher teeth. Pusher now, this whole that, that is something we need to talk about. How many was? There's at least three songs that were added on this album after the Pusher teeth. Probably beef. minimum. Anything he talked about, his son, like damn, he had to explain why he didn't use a condom. Like, mm-hmm. at, like little Adonis. How you say his name? I think no, it's Adonis. His Ad- name's Adonis. Okay, Adonis. Adenon is what he. What, what oh, that was that was a diss. Yeah. Okay. I, I see. Yeah. Adonis. Kind of like added on. on. Added yeah, on. Is yeah. What he like said. it was a play on the condom. Too. The condom he didn't add on. Adonis. Adonis is lucky. He's probably one of the most fortunate, fortunate young men. Jim, more life. Jim more faced life. after that shot. Ah, uh, more life. Jim just took a sip and he just made a face. It was funny. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Ada, Man, Ada. tequila just—I think there's just a certain feeling. I'm, so, T, or, uh, so Steve is drinking tequila. Yes. I am drinking wild turkey rye. Thank you, Claude. And you like that? That's, that's good. Wild. I like I like I bourbon like and I like rye. So that's, I I love rye. I like so that. Cool. Tequila just has that that flavor. I have to get over. And once I once I get used to it, I can transition back into it. I enjoy it. So that's usually like that face I'm making. It like threw you. It like threw, you throw up a lot of. Had a lot of bad nights with uh, dance with senior tequila yeah. and. Uh, I like tequila, but you know why I'm drinking it right now. You know, yeah, it. yeah, because why? Because the health benefit. But well, where did I get that info? Because uh, Mike, about it earlier I told this you. Podcast. It was Mike, you no, told no, him. I Mike told did, you. Nope. Yep, Jam, you told me about it. So once again, if you guys join me along this journey and you don't lose any weight or anything, it becomes worse. You y'all go talk to Jam. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm a, and, and you know what? If you guys question because you went on the tequila diet with Steve and you didn't lose any weight, I'm gonna ask you to please send me pictures and your diet plan for the week, and I'm gonna tell you why you can. Uh, so get his dick from the back. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all ever had y'all did stuff from the back? No, pass. Would you like that? Pass. No. What? Oh, no, I mean, we gotta I've get we gotta it. get to the ratings of this. Oh album. yes, I'm sorry. Okay, no, all right, yeah. Dick from the front, just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, we know where that came from. You know what? That's yeah, very opposite of what your create your uh, your cancer's horoscope Didn't says. Mike it says F- you should be a creative person. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Mike Epps start that shit? Yeah, Mike Epps from the movie. It was like, uh, this says you're going to suck a nigga dick from the back. Well, I never had that movie. Yeah, like, that's, that's it. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Salute to Mike Epps. Nigga didn't say a single word. That's yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like. <laughs> All right. The ratings of the Drake album. Uh, for, I must get mine off first, I guess, because I'm already talking about it. One to ten, I say push. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, one to ten, honestly. If you was a gambler, you know that'd be ever, ever extra funny for you. I, I, I did enjoy the album. I didn't that. hate it. I wanted to love it. I do not love it, I, but I do really enjoy it. I give this Drake, and it sounds harsh, but I give it a seven. But I do enjoy it. I think he has so much more. He's better than that. You, you, I, I, he's, you're better than what you did. So, you, judging, to Drake's standards, this is a seven, maybe even a six. It doesn't mean it's not good. It just means, Drake, you can do better than that. To me, 
Drake got punched for the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he got punched he for the first it. time. He wore it. And I think the timing of it was perfect for push. Because mm-hmm. if this would have been dropped without the make the I'm trying to make up for a punch songs, it would have probably been, what, 17 tracks? Probably. Probably, probably so. would have been 17 tracks. At most, 18 tracks. Mm-hmm. And we might not have as many questions because because of the Pusha T cloud looming over it, we would have had less questions. But to me, this is a seven point eight, mm-hmm. I and I that. and and it's the things that it does good. It does so well. Like mm-hmm. it's it, like it's not views where I would say like, man, there's just I, I got lost in it. I never got lost. I listened to every single track. I was locked in, and the songs he did well, and I listened to them before he did well. Like that's the best. Like that's the best version of Drake. But there's a lot of there like the twenty four. It's kind of like doing like we talk about TV all the time. Mm-hmm. TV does twenty two episodes. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of script. That you, there's a lot. There's gonna be a, some throw me away episodes in that show. There was some throw me away. Like Ratchet Happy Birthday is one of the worst songs Drake's Trash. ever made. Hey, he did say meeting his some maybe didn't use idols whatever word he's used. He said meeting his idols was like finding out how magic works. That's yeah. crazy. Like, like Drake, I don't think meaning like magic tricks. Yeah. yeah, like like you get if you're amazed by magic trick and then it gets exposed like all I did was just move this here while they was looking over there like nigga that's it. Like, Remember the magic trick? Oh, I still got it. I still do it. I still perform magic trick. Stevie Killen. No, I, I, I really do. But um, it, 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 to me, Drake just kind of, even on the very first song, Survival, he was taking shots at, he he was like owning his L's and shit immediately. He said um he had real, he had, what he said, he had beef with real bad boys, small Diddy when Diddy slapped mm-hmm. his ass up. He said um something about what real Philly dudes were trying to end them. He's talking about mm-hmm. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's not, this isn't what he expected. Drake also referenced the fact, he said, um, he said he remembers back then when he was wishing what he is now, and now he's wishing he that was, he was what he back was then. back then. Yeah. Like them, just, like just everybody laments fame after a while. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's, it's always cool at the beginning. But Drake's always had this like Drake. What Drake and Kanye were the first hip hop artists to really dabble in the like I'm emotional. Yeah, and I and I feel a certain way. This album was the first one I started to question like. Is Drake ever going to be have an album where he sounds happy? I don't think he will, and I don't think he will because he he, he created this character that now he has to live up to. You you are the women. I'm t- I will tell you I'm tired of the women keep dissing me shit when you're literally no woman diss you. You are Drake, my nigga. You get all the women. Stop talking about how women play you. Women don't play you at all. They will they won't play you because you are who you are. If they play you, they are literally fucking. Out of their out of their minds, you know what I'm saying? Like you are crazy as a woman if you play Drake. That his baby mother won. Mm-hmm. She won because she got she, that fucking mill ticket. She is set for life. She's a world star vixen. I was watching her just last night. Pop that ass on world star. Literally, yeah, that sucks. It does suck because niggas niggas gonna use that like Push did, but Push used it not against. And in, in, in not against good taste, he used it because Drake outed his uh, fiance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so you your mom for fiance, I'm gonna come at you. So I'm gonna go. My ranking is actually gonna be pretty high, eight six. And I, I, there's a lot happening here in my mind while I'm trying to process all of this because one, I've been told I'm a Drake hater, although I've always liked oh, you Drake. Are. You still like Drake. We're not gonna get into the argument. Although but uh, we don't have to, everyone knows, where I'm we not stand. asking out against people are already on our side. My statement. We've already won. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm a Drake hater. Also, I'm a Drake lover. I purchased albums before. I continue to do so. Let be Drake. Let Drake be great again. Mm-hmm. Drake. Drake is being great. Y'all don't want to hit on this album. It, to James' point about throwaway songs, I'm looking at 
the playlist and I'm thinking of which songs those might be because while I addressed that, I'll address the ones I really did like. Survival was dope to me. Nonstop. The first three off rip were dope to me. That's when he had some of the hardest punches. That's where he was addressing shit. Yeah. That's where he was throwing. That was the uh, Mount Rushmore with, with with my face, four different expressions, shit like that. He was giving us bars. Um, God's Plan to me almost was throwaway. I didn't really like the song, the video. And you didn't like the original God's Plan? No. The video, the video was cool, but the song to me itself wasn't that cool. That's one of the throwaway songs for me. Uh, I'm upset could be all the way in the trash can. Basuda, Basuda. You don't like I'm upset, bro. Get I'm upset. I'm upset. That I'm upset. And God's plan are very similar beats, and that's why they very both belong, belong in the motherfucking trash. Because so he's like God's plan. God's yeah, plan. I'm upset. Nothing creative about either one of those songs. It's eight out of ten was super dope. That was him talking shit about him and his homies having good fun. Mob ties is what it is. Uh, Mob Ties is a very creepy song coming after I'm Upset we can, and the Extentation thing. We, we we're not going to talk I, about I that right now. I even skip the track. Sanders Rose is where I was trying to get to. Can't Take a Joke was, that seemed like an insidey between him and his homies. He probably won't even perform that. There's a, lot of the, there's a lot of those where he references people we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And beefs we haven't heard of. Yep. And situations dishes, we weren't yeah, there Yeah, situations for. we weren't there for. <laughs> and it's kind of like, man, I wonder... So you know how there are certain people that are naturally funny, and then there are certain people that are circumstantially funny. Good reference is the guy who plays Kramer. He is really funny on Seinfeld. His stand-up is garbage. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Drake is – like his inside jokes are his funniest jokes, but the thing is, like we don't we don't get them anymore. (laughs) So like we're we're kind of lost. And certain like like you said, like some of those songs, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. How how do you feel when you're Drake and you you literally have idols and you are beefing with them from Hove disc records? You look up to him. Pusha T the clips. You look up to him. Disc records. Meek Mill, Joe Button, all these idols. I think he start favor. I think he's starting to wonder like, why why am I the one that gets this? Because I think he thinks. He loves everyone. everyone. I think you no. Know, I think he's starting to think like everyone else is doing this. Like, and the thing is, the 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 sense I got from this album was everybody else is doing the exact same stuff I do. Why are you all coming at me for it? And 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 the, but that's the thing. But because he's so negative on himself, I don't think he'll ever admit that. Like the reason they're coming at me is because I'm actually technically ahead of all of them. He is Drake. He did on a couple of songs though. But he doesn't believe it. if he believed it, like he there's some stuff he wouldn't That's talk a good about. Point. I, I think there's a I think there's a lot wait, of people that I point. think there's a lot of people that tell themselves they are beautiful and inside don't believe they're First beautiful. First name greatest, last name ever. Does he really believe that shit? Who knows, but it sounded great. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about this before and this it. is this is where my hate my Drake hate title so comes when from. When Quentin wrote it, it sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> This, yeah. is where, this is where my Drake hate title comes from when I it's say that. Like Nas, but it there's, came from there's a lot of intangible things that Drake does that makes him successful. Somehow he's the guy that talks about shit in the holes all the time and at the same time as girl's best friend. How is he both of these guys? How am I one of the best rappers out but I'm getting this for all these different reasons? All the things that we're discussing herein and y'all are saying that the times where he's saying first name greatest, last name ever, he doesn't truly believe that. But then the, the counter question to that is, when he's talking about hoes dissing him, does he truly believe that? Just like you said a second ago, stop saying that. We don't believe you, but does he believe it? Um, I don't. Maybe if he's shooting at stars, maybe maybe if he's shooting at uh Jennifer Lopez and Jennifer Lopez is telling him no. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe he's shooting at too high. When when you when you when you're Drake, you're in a different caliber now. You know what I'm saying? The J Lo's can tell you no. He stood up Tiffany Haddish. Who the fuck would do that? I'm just I'm just curious. Which is it? 
Maybe he thinks that, man. Maybe, I mean, you get in a different bracket. But how can he have both? Because you're now in a different bracket. Your bracket is still a bracket. How can you have both? How can you be the girl savior and the one that this is all the time? Because you're aware of the one. How many, how many shots did he take at IG models in this album? Talk about girls who take pictures at places they was just to act like they still on the go and just. But little, those just, are the ones he's in in air quotes above. But when he get to the J Lo, so you think that this is the J Lo's, Rihanna's? When you get to the Rihanna's, who said? I think it's friends. even bigger than that because there's like people like. Uh, DJ Duffy, who is French Montana's DJ, who talks about how she dated Drake and how they're still friends now, but like that was one of her biggest things that got her on Live on Hip Hop was that she dated Drake. And it's like, I think there's a lot of people that are friends with him or chill with him that then use him as a uh, step. Before, before you get into what you're about to get into next, I want to just quickly say in the first half, the songs I named out rip, off rip were the first three I really liked. Uh, God's Plan and I'm Upset Can Be Throwaways. Eight out of ten was dope. Mob Ties was dope. Sandra's Rose is one of the most creative songs. It reminded me of December 4th with Jay-Z when his mom was on the track. Sandra's Rose is really creative track. Props to his mom. I guess she's a florist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's a super dope track where he's talking about, like, uh, I'm Sandra's Rose and, and uh, Roses don't pick themselves or whatever. Get into the second half of the album as the whole R&B section, what I would call it. It's the touchy-feely, like, the women going to vibe to this. Summer Games gets off rip. Not only women vibe to R&B. Well... That's the one that they're going to get off to, and that's the one we're going to be fucking up to. So <laughs> however you want to vibe to it, however you connect with a JM, you can have it. Um, this is my review, brother. Summer mm-hmm. Summer Games rocks. Basura. Summer Game rocks. Nice for what? Clearly. And like y'all said, Ratchet Happy Birthday was just wild. Uh, although my birthday coming up, I might bump that. And then there was just a bunch of slow, like, vibey tracks. Don't Matter to Me was dope. Overall, to me, the two projects were dope. While there may have been some throwaway songs, arguably, the ones that are there should still be listened to mm-hmm. because he's still giving us bars. This is one of the best bar albums to me where he was giving us bars throughout, even in some of the R&B tracks. Sounds great from a non-Drake fan. Uh, yeah, thank you. And A6, now... A6, highest rating here, and I'm the hater. Seven, eight, what was yours? Um, six or seven. Uh, seven, six-ish. But I'm, right. but I'm the Drake 5. hater. And... Breaking news. LeBron James has agreed to a four-year, $154 million contract. If you're wanting to know, that is $38.5 million a year, guaranteed for four years. That is significant because he did not do a one-in-one contract, mm. which is like, I'm going to be here for a year, and then I'll opt out the next one. He has agreed to a four-year deal. He will be in L.A. for the rest of his career. Interesting. The interesting thing to me there was the 154 because we seen um, we seen it's right Cur- below the max. We saw Curry and we saw um, Harden both get 200 plus. He couldn't get that. He couldn't get that by switching teams. I know, but it's interesting that he, he's leaving some cap space to try to get somebody else in there with him. Yeah, well, he no, he actually got the max he could get. Well, what I'm saying is there. the team that signed him has significant. We have enough money to damn near sign another. Max he player. the re he did not do that because of choice. The Lakers did not want to have to trade Cleveland anything to get him. Yeah. And, and so LeBron he opted. So it wasn't – I don't think it's – because LeBron has made it very clear over the last few years he does not give a shit about a team's cap space because he needs to make the most that he can make because he took a lot of discounts in Cleveland and then in Miami to but help those teams. That he gives a shit about is having enough money to have somebody else in there to help him. The Lakers have enough – the Lakers had enough money to pay two players – or three players max money. That's what I just said. <laughs> There's enough but money. you're acting like LeBron did something There's to do that. There's enough money there to sign another max player. He chose the team that has enough money to do both. No, no, he. But the thing is, he had 
the opportunity to go. He could have went to Houston. He could have went to Boston, Houston or he went to Philly. Houston couldn't have paid him enough and continued to pay everybody. Houston else. could have traded for him, and they traded he, who? They could have traded. They could have traded assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have traded Capella. They could have traded. Like they could have made a package if he would have resigned with Cleveland. It's more significant to me that he did four years because that means he's, he's playing, finished, he's his, finished his career there. I, I want to see how that goes. I wonder if he still has an opt-in, opt-out option. Y'all still, still have to get Kawhi. That's the only person you can get now. Yeah, or uh, they're talking to Capella and Cousins too. This talk's out there. Capella doesn't help him. Why not? Ca- well, Capella will get run off the court in the in the Western Conference. When, whenever Capella was on, in the, the Houston uh, Warriors series, he couldn't get on stay on the court because – People tell you he's too small. He can't. He can't keep up with the speed. I think like he's got to get Kawhi, and then it doesn't matter who they get. Kawhi and LeBron on the same team with whoever they can keep in LA is better than Houston. It's right there with the Warriors. Mm. They have to get if they get Kawhi and LeBron on the same team. Mm-hmm. I it's them and the Warriors, and depending on the starting cast, I don't think the the Warriors can deal with those two on the same court. There's two. There's two bets being hedged here in terms of Kawhi. Uh, one of them is that we can make some kind of trade to get him. Oh no, no, I think that's already. And then the, and then the other one is wait for him to come next year when he can opt out. I I think I think this is number one. He's known he was going to LA since the All Star break. He who? LeBron. Okay. LeBron has known unless they won a championship, he was going to LA since the All Star break. A lot of these things, like Kyrie said the other day, that during the All Star breaks is where everyone start starts having their talks of what team do I want to go to next? Free agency is coming up. They start. They start. Lob, players start lobbying for players to go certain places. He said that. Space. He said, work. he said that what's going to happen this summer has already been decided. So, right now the Lakers are just waiting for basically for the Spurs to give in. Yeah. And I don't think LeBron would have gone there to deal with only being the only star on that team for a year. So it's already lined up that either Kawhi's coming, Kimba's coming. Capella's getting signed, or something is happening. Like another star is already like the, the news would not have snuck out that he signed unless they already knew another one was coming. Because like that. releasing that news, if you don't already have Kawhi or you don't already have someone else lined up, makes everyone else lock up the people that are available. The, I, I, when you showed it to me as we were talking about Drake's album, I was surprised only in this one sense. LeBron said he didn't want to be the first one to make a move. A move I was surprised about last night was Paul George signing back with OKC. Hey, man, I'm a Laker fan for those who don't know. I'm rooting against these boys now. I hope they don't win a goddamn thing for making dumbass choices. No, you don't. Yeah, you, listen. Wait, who? Yeah, the I, Lakers? Paul oh. George and the – no. Oh. Paul George and OKC. Welcome you don't team. have to root against them to, to for them to do bad. They're going to do bad because they, that's the I'm team I'm trying to play. add something on top of it, just a little sauce. I could give a fuck less about OKC last year. Paul George, you made a dumbass decision. What does the NBA do now with that much talent in the Western Conference? They're definitely going away from conference playoffs. They're going to go to. They can't uh, do it that quick enough. I think they can't do that quick enough where it'll be this season. No, it has to be the season after. So how like, one through sixteen? How this bad is the really bad. how bad does the Eastern Conference playoffs look right now? The only two hopeful teams is Boston and Philly. The only two hopeful teams that has any remote amount of star power is Boston and Philly. What's crazy to me is like Memphis is in the Western side. <laughs> yeah, work. Like think about that. Like, but anyway, just when they came in an expansion, they had to. Put Steve, one more. as a LeBron fan, yes. Are you excited about this because you and Mike can finally unite as true friends and root for the same team? Um, I'm still, I'm still hoping <laughs> Miami destroy the Lakers in the um in the finals next year, but if you know, I'll let you finish. All right, but I still will forever root 
for the um, benefit of LeBron to do well. I just really enjoy him as a person. Him as a person, I just watch him for so long. I just want him to constantly win him individually. But I want if my if he can lose to Miami, that'll be great for me. If, if Miami and Lakers will go to the finals and they lose horribly to Miami, I would love it. it I remember when LeBron went to Miami and Steve and Don and Jerry, who's also a LeBron fan. Oh no, you mean he's a Jerry is definitely a Lakers fan now. Yeah, Jerry Jerry been rocking with whatever team LeBron goes to. But I remember when he went to Miami, there's a picture, notorious picture, of y'all four pointing at me because y'all beat the Lakers that year. And it was like when we staged where where they fake were teasing me for for the Lakers losing to the Heat. The irony now that he's on my team, it's a very similar scenario to where when we play y'all, I, I can fuck with y'all. But it's it's like a like a it come full circle almost, if you will. Like the irony of him going to our of our friendship, I think with JMU Miami too. The majority of our our teams have been catered to by LeBron, essentially, where he went to, to one of the three teams in our friend group. So, Shiraz from Ohio. Jerry's a LeBron fan, allegedly. so he's going to be wherever. Uh, the three or four of y'all are Miami fans, and I'm a Laker fan, and so far LeBron's played for all our teams. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky in that. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, LeBar, LeVar Ball picked this. Kuzman is celebrating. People are excited. Should all the players that are currently on the Lakers be very excited about this? I don't feel like all of them should be excited because this means Kuzma. some of them are leaving. Like, only Kuzma should be excited. Like, the rest of them should be nervous. So this is my this is the thing. I heard the argument that if because they were floating like tra- trade scenarios and such and such, um, who LeBron should be more excited to play with, right? And people were saying that he should be more excited to play with Ingram. People should be more excited to play with Ingram than anybody else on the Lakers team. Hmm. That Ingram has – Ingram's ball handling ability being almost seven foot. He, he's not – he is a better ball handler and passer and defender than KD was at this point in his career, but he's not a better scorer. Who? Ingram? Ingram. And so I think – Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think that you have more of a likelihood of losing Kuzma and Ball than Ingram because of what he gives the team because having a long athletic ball handling five is better for LeBron than Kuzma, which is ba- – Kuzma would be Paul George – Mm-hmm. For them, that would be the role he'd fit. You know, it's crazy the fact that either LA or the Warriors are going to win next year. That's it. One or yeah, I, I don't think Houston. I, I think Houston was such a perfect thing. Everything broke Houston's way until Chris Paul got injured, and Chris Paul got injured because they made him play forty-three mm-hmm. minutes a game. He couldn't do it. Um, I don't think everything's falling like that first with that all, old that, of a team. First of all, that team to just talk Houston lost Ariza. Yeah, Ariza's gone. Lost Ariza. He's in Phoenix. Who I've told you this before. Ariza is my favorite Laker player to watch ever because watching him with Kobe and those championships they won, Mm -hmm. everyone under everyone underestimates how important he was in those finals. A three and D guy is Paul is very important on a team to on their run. Yeah, he was important to Houston, and Houston's going to miss him. Um, And and Capella might be gone. If they lose Capella, they're going to look like a whole other team. It's going to be way harder. All if, that, all that stretch, all that stretch, cutting in the lane. If shit, they lose Capella, they have to gamble on Cousins. Oh, because because Cousins is Cousins is available. Or People like are, McGee, he ain't that good, but I mean, he could fill the space. No, no, no they to, need more talent than than McGee because Capella is good. Capella is not like kind of good. Capella is really good. Yeah, Capella is really good. A very good defensive player and clearly can finish at the rim. Like, yeah, like nothing else. But I, I knew Boston was never going to go after LeBron. I or Kawhi. I think no. I think Boston's plan is to try to get uh, Anthony Davis, but as a Laker fan, you got to be pretty excited right now. I'm excited. I'll, I'll be more excited when I see who comes with him, comes there. 
What if he just comes in with that team? He, think he has faith in that team that they can produce. It, it'd be an interesting look, but I think he'll have the same struggles he had last year once he starts to face teams full of stars. Whatever he does, he needs them to be bad in three years, though. What do you mean bad? He needs them to be really bad in three years because they got to draft his son. Oh, <laughs> like he, they need to start getting bad so they can get lottery picks because he wants to play on a team with his son. I think that would be amazing. So far, and in it. five years, his son will be in the league. So actually, when his contract's up, his son will be in the league. So he might just go wherever his so son's at. So far, the Lakers haven't done anything to. We we did the one thing we 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 hedged our bets, and we won in this one. We we left the cap space available. LeBron came to LA. We haven't had to make a move to do anything yet. So. The front office need to be working right now to try to make something else happen. I'd be interested to see which way that goes. I remember I told y'all at the beginning, if LeBron was going to come to L.A., I was most worried about having to sell the farm to get him. And then him leaving in four years, retirement, or, or go somewhere else, and then us be left decimated like the Cavs are going to be. For, for me, if you can't get Kawhi this year and you missed out on Paul George, I would do everything I could to keep Kuzma and, mm-hmm. and Ingram and get Kemba. Because I think I think mm. Kemba's available. I think Kemba, Walker. like I think Charlotte wants to get rid yeah. of Kemba. And if you can put Did Kemba you? Walker on that team, I think it's I think because he can create his own shot. He can play off the ball. It's in a sports him. podcast, but I want to. Did, did you see where her, Dwight Howard's like? I want to go to the Warriors, to Golden State. Really, nigga, you want to go to the two-time don't, champs? Don't no one want Dwight Howard. Nobody want Dwight. You know why? Because Dwight Howard don't care about basketball. You just want to smile on the court and be around. But, but of course, you want to go to the best. This is an game. exciting day, man. I feel like like now free agency's really kicked off. I think this is about to get interesting for the NBA. And yeah. now this is where the trades and shit got to happen because we had the draft, and we we the biggest signing, which was LeBron, went. Chris Paul, Paul George, um, who else resigned? There's a lot of the, the kid at the Jazz, um, the white kid. I can't forget his name right now. All the big signings have happened, and now teams got to McDermott. Oh yeah, I think it was McDermott. McDermott didn't sign with the Jazz, but I know what you meant. Yeah, um, he signed. Ariza to to the to the the Suns. The Suns got a little help. Uh, Booker. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, the the center they just drafted. Anyway, pretty exciting for the NBA. Yeah, man. It's, as a Laker fan, I'm, I'm excited. As a as a true NBA fan that likes watching both conferences in the East meet the West, though, I'm pretty sad because I have no clue. Like this is so unbalanced now for yeah, the NBA. Final, the final Boston game. comes out the East. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I, I think Boston comes out of the East because the Philly hasn't been get, been able to get rid of Covington, and Covington is like a succubus on the energy of that team. Unless Kawhi do something crazy like go to go to Philly. Yeah, yeah, but apparently Woj just tweeted that like now like trade talks had cooled off, and Kawhi is like putting the fire to Spurs' feet. Like I want out of here, or I'm like he's threatening not to play another year. That'd be wild. That'd be wild to. to, to he watch. he wouldn't be good. <laughs> Look, you can't sit out two years and come back and be good. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. so um, Scorpion, we all like it. Not the highest ratings. It could be better. Some tracks could not be on it. Overall, there were parts we all liked. Uh, which is no. eight six seven eight seven six. Seven six is a no. Seven six. Is seven, a six no? is seven six for Drake. I don't think he should be happy about that. I didn't say he had to be happy. I said you liked it. It's above five. There are some songs that I will pull and put on playlists. I will not ever listen to that album. You don't hate it. One through twenty two. One through twenty four. You don't hate it. I like it better than the Carter's album. Okay, so you like it. <laughs> and you, you like the Carter's album now, too. <laughs> the face you just made. Anyway, Scorpion was what it was to each of us. Uh, LeBron signed to the Lakers, and we talked about X. Uh, we talked about other music shit. Kanye, Chance, and all this other thing. Anything else y'all want to cover before we get out of here? Mm, I'm good. Speak your truth, Steve. Man, look. I, hey, it's rough out here on me. 
And uh, no, <laughs> damn, they got a little too much to drink. <laughs> I didn't drink ever. I'm, I've been sober my whole life. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Pour Up Podcast. I am 17. episode 17. Like, listen, like, follow like, the... Like, listen, listen. Yep. Oh, wait, like, listen, follow the vision of black men don't cheat. Yeah, that's a good one.